0: Welcome back to Inside Out. My next guest to join me for episode 21 is Katie Diasti. Katie is founder and CEO of Viv for Your V, an earth-friendly sustainable brand for period care products. Katie combined her passion for female empowerment and sustainability to create Viv for Your V. Her experiences in marketing, creative strategy, and non-profit work have shaped her to build this mission-driven brand. Our menstrual cycles are still a taboo topic in society and I am really passionate about breaking down this stigma for the next generation of young women. So along with sharing her insane brand and epic business journey, Katie and I chatted about all things period care. She talks about how to measure your vagina and why a menstrual cup is the best thing since sliced bread. If you have female anatomy, this is an episode for you. If you don't, But you have a daughter or know a woman, then this is also an episode for you. There is so much to take away from this conversation. So please let me know what you think by sharing to your Instagram or leaving a quick written review on the podcast app. Enjoy. So, Katie, thank you so much for jumping on to have this conversation with me today. I am really tips and women to cultivate sustainable changes in their periods each month as well as you know just diving into some sensitive conversations surrounding our menstrual cycles and also just promoting awareness that normalizing this conversation among women is just so important right now so as you can tell
1: I'm pretty pumped to have this chat with you. Yes thank you so much for having me I'm really excited to have this conversation a lot of us need to be having this conversation more often so I love that you're leading the way here.
0: Oh, thank you. So, Katie, you are CEO and founder of Viv for Your V, which is a plastic-free, toxin-free, earth-friendly period care delivered worldwide, which I would love to go into a little more in a moment. But to start off this conversation, can you share a little about you, Katie, where you're from and what brought you to the now, which is CEO of a global period care brand for women?
1: Yeah, I would love to. So, I grew up in Tampa, Florida in the U.S., And I have this really big Egyptian-American family that had all immigrated from Egypt um, to the U.S. And um, a lot of my family members are actually very entrepreneurial. Uh, My uncles had run their own businesses. And in other senses, my mom ran her own veterinarian clinic. And so I was watching a lot of my family members engage in entrepreneurship at a young age, but didn't really know that it was that until much later on in life. And um, I went to university at um, in Boston, and I was studying um, marketing in an undergrad business school, and um, that's where I was focusing in on understanding brands that were making an impact and were representing the voices of others. And so, once I was learning more about them and how they could be socially responsible while also like representing people, I was really infatuated by that and had a dream to always create a brand that represented those who are more marginalized um, and then eventually go to the Viv. Incredible. It's just insane that you've brought,
0: you know, a product and a brand to life like you have. I know that anyone can come up with an idea and, you know, mm-hmm. it is the ones that dive deep and bring these concept, concepts to fruition that I always feel really drawn to learning from too. Like people don't understand what it takes to bring a concept, something that's on a piece of paper from its infancy to being a product that's on shelves in a store or making consistent sales, you know, um, online. So the fact that you've built this brand straight out of college and taken this idea to being a product that's available across the globe, it's just amazing. You should be so, so proud of what you've achieved.
1: Wow. Thank you so much. That is so kind. Um, Yeah, it's, I love that you said it's like everyone can have a anyone can have an idea, but not everyone like makes it happen. And that's something that we've been learning. It's like actually crafting what's in your head is a whole different story. And we have really high standards and high um, high standards for ourselves on the product, but also the user experience and how we interact with our customers and what we represent as a brand. That was definitely easy to draw out on a paper, but implementing it into real life has been a whole other journey.
0: Mm, so from a production perspective, from your initial position of starting this passion project in senior year of university, how did you come to find that there was a demand for
1: this product? Yeah, so I started my senior year at um, my university really studying this industry which was so useful. Um, I got to do a lot of market research. I had obviously lots of people that have periods for surrounding us on campus Mm -hmm. so I did focus groups with my friends. I uh, did lots of surveys with like mass amounts of the student body filling them out um, and just learned a lot about the industry and where it was lacking potential and a lot of the target audience we have which are these like gen z young millennial eco-conscious amazing menstruators which are also very much within our team we're a bunch of young um gen z activist menstruators and so Mm -hmm. there wasn't really a brand for us and and a brand that represented the values that we have um so there was this really clear hole in the market to target that audience and we were like, okay, we know our audience better than anyone because we are our audience, so why not be the ones to create it for ourselves?
0: Mm, And I believe that we are in an age today in society where consumers are really aware of our environmental footprint and there is a gap in the female health period care market on a global scale for this.
1: Absolutely. And it's astonishing how little I knew about period care and how unenvironmentally friendly it was prior to um, how much most people are aware of like how much plastic waste is involved in period care. So Mm -hmm. to give context, one menstrual pad is equal to about four plastic bags of waste traditionally. And when I learned that, I was fairly shocked because we think about how many pads an average person uses in their lifetime. That's quite a bit of plastic. It's around 11,000 pads. So, um, But we we weren't having conversations to talk about period care and what was in them because we were hushing periods altogether. Uh, But now that we are increasing dialogue and breaking the stigmas, we can also rethink the materials that were traditionally used and create something that's so much better for our bodies and for the earth. Oh, I love that. And just going back a little bit, what made you feel confident that you
0: could take this product and this concept to market against all the well-established brands already on the shelves?
1: Yeah, that's a really good question. And I still ask myself that question all the <laughs> time. I'm like, hmm, yes, Katie, you're 23. But like, sure, you can totally take over a massive industry. Um, I honestly think it's being willing to listen to what a consumer really wants, but also being able to push the envelope and ask for more and also be willing to innovate in a space that traditionally Women weren't innovating in this space. A lot of the times it's, um, it was a man that created the first tampon and it was in the 1920s. And we haven't seen much innovation since then, really. So um, I figured there was so much room for a young mind to get involved. And uh, I think we're starting to prove that out, that people care about what we're building and they also care about our team. Interesting,
0: 1920s. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty wild. Yeah. So wild. So talk to me about sustainability with your products. How are they
1: sustainable? Yeah. So as I mentioned, there's a lot of plastic waste in traditional products. So when I learned that, I was like, okay, I want a product that doesn't have plastic. And so we um, now have pads that are um, plastic free and they're made out of the wrappers themselves even look like plastic but they're actually made out of a cornstarch material so it's all plant-based and then the actual pads and liners themselves are much more sustainable because we're using a more earth-friendly crop and that's bamboo fiber and so bamboo is amazing material it uses much less water and much less land to grow bamboo Um, it grows vertically it grows really fast and so we're really happy with how sustainable bamboo is but it's also more absorbent and softer than cotton so it is like the perfect alternative for period care and we were so shocked yeah. that no one was using this material prior and um whenever i was in university my my senior year i was a business student but i would go to the science department and talk to one of my professors and was like, okay, I want to reinvent period products to the core. And we started brainstorming all these sustainable fibers. And that's where our wheels started getting started turning with bamboo.
0: Yeah. Wow. And you just mentioned traditional products. What are some dangers of using traditional products that, you know, we would find in the local supermarket? Are they damaging for women?
1: Yeah. So there's lots and lots of toxins in traditional products, which is really shocking that, um, they weren't, they there was no need to display that on the packaging for a long time no. yeah. um, so that's been really disheartening to see and so within our products they're completely toxin free and that's because our products themselves are really natural like the, the fibers we harvest are very natural so it's easily done that way and bamboo grows best naturally without any bad like pesticides and herbicides that are traditionally in pure care products and the same chemicals you would find in a roundup weed killer are those chemicals that are also in pads and tampons that are in those traditional brands, which is very scary. Um, And it can have lasting effects. And um, there are so many studies that are proving now like different infertility and cancers because it's a carcinogen. And um, we're at the point where we're being, so many of us consumers are so adamant about choosing foods and skincare and like products that are better for our bodies but we can't neglect one of the most absorbent part of our bodies as well. Yes, absolutely. It's just so interesting
0: because I didn't know this and obviously, you know, we can all choose to educate ourselves, but it can be quite overwhelming, I suppose, when we are making changes to our lifestyles to be more sustainable and, you know, focusing on our environmental f- mm-hmm. footprint. And every product that we're using, there's just so many products that we're consuming. So it's quite new for me, this information. And I really am looking forward to making some changes, particularly in my period care now that I'm starting to learn and educate myself. Just digressing into period chat with you, Katie, I don't understand personally why having a period is so taboo in society Mm -hmm. and in so many cultures, you know, to so many people, especially men. And it's completely natural as a woman, we have this ability to create. So, our menstrual cycle is a natural bodily function. As females, we have so many stigmas already that we're trying to break through in society and I just hate that period talk carries so much shame around it. So, a couple of weeks ago, Katie, when we booked in this conversation, I started writing, researching my questions as I do for this interview and I know a lot of my conversations often draw on my personal experiences and I (laughs) realised... that no two women experience identical cycles, complications, symptoms, et cetera. And I wanted to really make sure I could facilitate as much value into our episode as possible. So I sent a message out to a group of my girlfriends who are all at different stages of their womanhood, I suppose you could call it, and I asked them if they had the opportunity to discuss openly without shame or fear of judgment about their period and their period care what questions would they ask? So I have a list of questions here. I would
1: love to find to
0: you if that's okay.
1: <laughs> yes, I love this.
0: Good. So firstly, on period care, what is a menstrual cup?
1: Yes, amazing. So we do have <laughs> cups now, menstrual cups. We are calling it our Viv cup. Um, and it is a reusable option, so fairly zero waste. So for our eco-friendly, low-waste, zero-waste folks that have periods great great option as well as for busy people and that's because the cup can um, stay in for 12 hours you don't have to change it for up to 12 hours so um, going and you have a really busy day and say you have your period and you can put it first thing in the morning go about your entire day and then take it out at night and done like it just holds the equivalent of so much more than tampons do and it's during a lot less waste and there's so alcohol. can you go swimming with it yes so it, it goes inside it inserts like you fold it up just like a tampon um and then you insert it it um opens up inside of you and catches all of your menstrual blood and then whenever it comes time to remove our viv cups actually have this ring at the bottom so it makes it a lot easier grab at, release the suction and remove like that. Um, and we have a bunch of blog posts and videos and such on our Instagram and website and such to explain this in more detail because mm-hmm. we understand it's a pretty new thing for some people and it can seem like a new, new can oftentimes seem scary. But um, I myself was like very new to this um, fairly recently and we were getting ready to find um, cups that we wanted to represent for Viv. And I was like, okay, if I'm gonna be selling this with the Viv name on it, then it has to be amazing. And so, of course, I tried it. in My first time trying menstrual cups, um, but I am now obsessed. Like, I am this like menstrual cup super fan. I think it makes <laughs> so much sense. It's so much better because I I tend to be fairly busy and running around and having to remember to bring product with me and to change my change a tampon or change a pad is honestly so annoying so highly recommend it for that purpose you can swim in it and actually they are saying it um, reduces cramps um the feeling of cramps a little bit too really
0: mm-hmm. that's insane does it feel different to a tampon
1: um it's it's almost as like you don't realize it's there. You really can't feel it if you're um, inserting it properly and especially after you get the hang of it one or two different times after inserting and removal. I honestly forget it's there half the time, mm-hmm. um, which is okay, because you can keep it in for a long time. So yeah. that's what's so lovely. It's, like, there's not much there. You can, like, know it's there from the, feeling the pressure around the ring at the bottom to make sure it's fully suctioned out and there won't be any leakage. But that's what's amazing. Um, my first time using it, I used Viv liners along with it because I was, like, really nervous and wanted to make sure nothing would leak. And I would, after a few days, I was like, I don't need the liners. Like that's, there's no purpose for the liners anymore um, for the cup. So that was really helpful. That's awesome. And just on tampons,
0: you know, I'm, I'm so pumped about sharing this conversation because I just want so many women and I want young girls to hear this conversation and be like, oh, like, and understand and recognize but that they mom. can talk about this stuff and educate themselves on this stuff and ask questions. Like, On tampons, something I recall, I first experienced having a period when I was, I think, 12 and a half, so it was like Christmas, holidays in Australia, going into high school, so my first year at high school, year seven, and I was shown how to use a tampon and a pad, Um, but tampons were really scary to me at that time. I was super uncomfortable with the idea of them, and all I got was shown how to use it, and that was it, Or no more information, Mm -hmm. and I didn't know for the first 12 months of having a period, so 12 cycles... That tampons meant you could swim with your period. I just believed that for the yeah. rest of my life I couldn't swim as a woman once a month.
1: No. <laughs>
0: yeah, but I never asked because you know, yeah. first of school. When a girl's having their periods in school, or there's blood on her skirt, or pads fall out of the school bag, mm-hmm. guys are dicks. They are mean and they make fun of oh, you yeah. and they don't understand. And you know, yeah. it's it's That's interesting. Well. I remember. I had a male maid who had an older sister and I remember him saying out loud in a group of boys once, they're just period, every chick gets them and the boy's like, that's disgusting, you can't talk about it. And I really think just, you know, it's so important, just digressing a little bit from where we were, um, as a mother, you know, I have a son, I want to bring awareness to this for him too, I want him to understand that... Mm you know, making young girls feel embarrassed about something that's totally normal is not okay. And, you know, I just think it's really important that all mothers with sons bring awareness to this from a young age, just like we are sitting down explaining what's next for our girls. Well, boys need to this
1: chance of them making light of it
0: to hurt someone in the future.
1: Hey, oh my gosh, yes. I love that. And I love that you're teaching this to a next generation and And bringing this to light because it's so, so important that we not only educate um, young women, but we also educate men because whenever I think back to when I first learned about a period, we were in our our, like health class day and it was this horrible thing that we were all dreading, but we had to be separated in classrooms where um, the girls in one room and the boys in the other room. So right off the bat, it's like, okay, this is the secret that the boys can't know and Um, vice versa. Mm -hmm. And if we can educate people in the same way, that would be so much better. Oh,
0: yes, totally agree with you there. Um, Just going back to the menstrual cup, how do you clean
1: it? (laughs) That's a question. That's a good question I've got. Yeah. No, that's so fair. And um, so it is best if like between periods or like even if you want between some uses, um, you can boil it. And so having your own little tiny menstrual cup pot is amazing. It's really great way to sterilize it. There's also menstrual cup cleansers. And we're actually looking into a Viv menstrual cup cleanser. With the very natural, natural ingredients. Um, so it's better for your body um, and your cup, obviously. We want to make it long-lasting. But it's oftentimes um, just like r- rinsing out, um, rinsing it out, using really like mild things that aren't going to harm your body.
0: Yeah, interesting.
1: And what's with the – my next question, sorry, would be
0: what's with the over 30-sized cups? Like what happens to our vagina when we turn 30? What, <laughs> what does that mean?
1: Yeah, that's, it's a bit silly what everyone's like calling the different sizes. It's very much dependent on your own body and what you've experienced. And they are saying like, if you have given um, birth through a vaginal canal, then you can oftentimes go towards um, the larger Um, shaped menstrual cups like that would work for you um but it's not just dependent on that everyone's body is different everyone's period's different so um I would definitely recommend like reading a size guide we have a size guide on our website and it can give you a lot of tips on which one would work best for you and help guide you um yeah how do you measure your vagina (laughs) yeah (laughs) how does that work yeah it's not like necessarily something you have it's right it's like that's up to us as innovators and us bringing a product to create something that is easy for a lot of people to use and have size options for anyone um so it'll be also based on your flow and like how much how heavy you bleed and those kinds of things as well okay interesting
0: I feel like I'd need to buy the different sizes and test them just for (laughs) certainty
1: if I was going to trial it you know what I mean yeah it's kind of nice to have two cups too to like Mm. swap it back and forth like if you're cleaning your other one and you have the other one in um yes that would make sense yeah yeah um and so I also know some people that have one larger one and one smaller one for lighter days versus heavier days um so it's really finding like your your right comfort but it's like that's the same thing with tampons and pads it's like we have some for lighter days, and some overnight and some heavier. And what's beautiful is you don't have to change it as much, but it's really about finding like your favorite thing. And that's why we didn't want to just sell one product. Like we realized that every person's period is unique and everyone has their preference. So if you are really not into menstrual cups, we do have an eco-friendly option for you. We have the pads and liners and we're also actually releasing tampons um, pretty soon so really really excited for that um awesome. yes um so it's it's really like what you're most comfortable with I like to tell people
0: yes okay and period underwear what are your thoughts and is
1: this something good for your V is considering producing at all yeah oh my gosh I have been really fascinated by that space and I will try anything at this point like I have no shame I will like will be a guinea pig for anything mm-hmm the like trials and it's like I'm going to be tough on it like I'm going to be very critical because if it's something that we're going to bring to market with our branding it better be amazing Mm -hmm. Um, and so I've I've definitely am interested in doing lots of trials and testing and ensuring that the actual product we're using doesn't have um, chemicals I know there's been backlash from other big brands that sell period underwear that um, their period underwear actually has lots of chemicals in them or things that are not traditionally toxin-free, so it's knowing what is going to live up to the standards of Viv, which is we're going to stay plastic-free and toxin-free, so that's that's where we're at. Yeah, yeah, and
0: now... Just to digress a little bit into our cycles themselves, and I know you'll probably draw on, you know, because you, you're you not a doctor, but you will draw on your own experiences and research from for a couple of these questions. Yes. Um, but I know that you can give some information here. How do periods or our bleed affect our breasts, our emotions, and anxiety leading up to having our cycles? Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so it's so interesting because, yes, it is really unique. For every every person every menstruating person and um, I definitely recommend that people learn about the phases of the menstrual cycle we have a blog post on this there's four phases and those at different times you should care for your body differently you should understand what your body will be feeling you should know exactly what, how you may be feeling emotionally given how your body trends and so starting to do research and track things is so empowering because if you can know what to expect through the different parts of your cycle, you can prepare better, you can understand what's happening more and it'll help with understanding your period so, so much more. So one, definitely start there. Yeah, definitely tracking. I know there's an app, I'm not sure if it's something that you would
0: be using, but it's called the Flow app, mm-hmm. um, where you can track yeah. your periods and it's really detailed and gives you a lot of you know informative tools to use you know
1: tracking your cycle within that month definitely yes i love apps i love period tracker apps i highly highly recommend them especially if you're young and you're just getting your period and it's very regular And but also throughout your life and it's like as people go on and off of birth controls like their bodies are changing their periods are changing and it's really great to just stay on top of understanding your cycle
0: Yes. Now, I know some women have a bit of like a menstrual cycle routine that they, you know, when they know that they're getting their period and the day that they're due and they're starting to get the headaches or the cramps or whatever, um, feeling lethargic and craving the chocolate, that sort of thing, that they go into like a bit of a routine that they follow each month that, you know, soothes them essentially or settles them down, whether it be meditation or having a bath or using a heat pack or a hot water bottle. What's, do you have, like, do you have a bit of a chain that you follow when your cycle's coming on wow
1: I love that I I definitely have the things I lean towards doing and they've honestly changed a lot recently and I think because of the space I'm in I get really excited when I get my period because it means I can test a new product so that <laughs> Trying out, I can like really test out more competitors and see like if ours are are as amazing as I remember them each month. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, and like the last time is when I was trying the menstrual cups, and I was like, this is so exciting. So it has looked a little bit different for me because I, I more look at it as a business opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> that um, is
0: awesome because really? I don't know another woman that gets excited for their
1: period. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like someone left a review a few months ago and it was like, um, "Is it weird to look forward to your period?" Because they subscribe to Viv and they get this like cute package in the mail each month, and I was so happy to see that. I was like, "Wow!" Like if we can change the game, that instead of like your period's coming like oh my gosh this is horrible and being like wait this is kind of cool like i get to really experience what it means to be a menstruator that would be nice um i think right now though when it comes to my like period routine per se i've been really into learning how to nourish my period um, and so we are p- partnered with this menstrual cycle coach. And once a month, her name is Haley Cotta. Um, and she comes on to our IG lives on the Viv channel. And she just like really enlightens me about periods in general and this whole space because um, she's taught me a lot about how to nourish your period and how to fuel your body with healthy fats and good fibers and good irons during this time because your body needs that extra support. Um, so I I get really excited because I like to try new recipes and like warm foods that are very soothing. Oh, I love that. That's
0: so interesting. I definitely feel like when I, I, so I've just had a baby, well, not just, she's 15 weeks old, but I'm breastfeeding. So I haven't, oh. haven't actually experienced a cycle for maybe a year. <laughs> That's a long time. Wow. Um, but I'm dreading it because I know that time of the month, the cramps come, the food cravings come, and I just want to demolish everything inside. Um, but I definitely think that, you know, shifting your focus towards nourishing your body and your in that time of your cycle is so important. And if I can draw on your, what you're doing and maybe inject that for the first couple of um, cycles that I go through, that would certainly help
1: you know, support me through that time. Absolutely. Yes. And again, like (laughs) knowledge is power here. Definitely, definitely nourish your period, especially I'm sure as it's your first one in a while, it can seem different. And after having a, a kid, it would seem different. So supporting your body is so important. And we do it in other points in our lives. But I think we didn't know that we need to do it for a period as well. So it's a very exciting time. I don't know. I think it's this new turn for for menstruators and for women that we can have much more control over our bodies if we um, start to educate people more. Yes, God, there are just so
0: many takeaways in this chat. I know so many women listening are going to resonate with this. And ladies, if you're driving along right now nodding your head, please make sure that you share this with a woman you love because the more awareness we can bring to this topic, I just feel like we need to do this for our future generations. I don't want my daughter feeling shame because she has to go to school bleeding and I don't want my son being a little shit and making fun of a girl that has a period. Like it needs to stop and as mums we have a responsibility to change it now and, you know, we also have a responsibility to educate ourselves on what our period care needs to look like to support protecting our ecosystem.
1: Exactly. Yes.
0: (laughs) Katie, (laughs) I have one last question for you today and it's something that I do like to ask a lot of my guests because once I get the answer, I usually inject it into my day because it's different for everyone and I love making healthy habits um, in my day. So what is something that you do for you that takes care of you every day from the inside out?
1: Oh, my goodness! I love this. Um, I'm a very big like morning routine gal um, but I like to start my day by listening actually to a podcast because're we right now um, so i like when I get ready, I um, like to turn on some some podcast and um do my morning routine with my skin and care and brushing my teeth, you know, maybe throwing on makeup, depending on the day but that is exactly how I start but just taking the time like first thing in the morning to listen to something that either teaches you something new or makes you feel like really prepared to take on the day has been my go-to.
0: Oh, I love that I feel like pre-kids that was definitely something I'd done so often (laughs) and it's something I just need to enforce in my day-to-day so thank you for sharing that I am going to inject that to my mornings I love it. (laughs) Katie for listeners who might want to connect with you and your brand where is the best place they can find you?
1: Yes, come visit us at viv 4 yourvcom You can also find us on Instagram. It's at viv 4 V as well. Um, and we're even on um, TikTok at the moment. So we're exploring that side of things. So check us out on TikTok at vivforyourv as well. That's all of our handles. So please come. Um, you can ask us questions in our DM um, and just follow along on our journey. Oh, amazing. I'll make sure
0: I put all of that in the show notes. Thank you so much for putting aside your time and energy today. You are on the other side of the world chatting to me right now and I'm just really grateful to have had this opportunity to talk to you. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Inside Out. I really want to grow in this space and make sure these stories and experiences are heard. If this episode resonated with you, I would love to hear from you. Please leave me a review and hit subscribe to ensure you don't miss our next conversation. Please also join me on Instagram and let me know what you thought about this episode at Inside Out with Chris. I can't wait to share more with you really soon.